2: Happy Tuesday, everybody! Welcome to the Final Whistle. It's game week. We finally made it. It's all about beating MTSU. Um, I'm Mackadale, one of your hosts. This is the Final Whistle. We got crazy panel. We got the All Star panel, as you see. Chris James, aka Dan's Big Brother. Chris, how you doing today?
3: Man, I can throw a football over the mountains over there, man.
2: Oh wow! I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. So. Good to have you. Uh, we got Coach Smook. Coach Smook, how you doing? What's today?
1: Good, everybody. Roll Tide, man. Happy to be R-T-R, here, everybody.
2: RTR. And final whistle, Dan Ali, recruiting analyst. Dan, what's going on, man?
4: Roll Tide is game week, guys. It's game week. Let's game get it.
2: Week. And Mister Reach around the table, vintage <laughs> Alabama gear, Mint Mobile. Mister Ty Hayes himself. <laughs> Hayes, then confused. Ty Hayes, how you doing today, brother?
5: Can't ever complain. Can't ever complain. <laughs> College football is here, and we get to actually talk about the game. I couldn't be happier.
2: I know, I know. And we got the – wow, we got two of the hardest-working men on here. But I'm going to start with Mr. Justin Riley himself. Mr. Riley, how are you doing, brother?
6: Bama fans, let me talk to you. We are the megastars of Tide Nation. Whose game is it? With everybody saying the final whistle. Guys, I'm excited. Game week. And special guest, Mr. TDA himself,
2: Mr. Stephen Smith. Not Stephen A. Smith, but Stephen Smith.
4: How you (laughs) doing, brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. You got (laughs) to laugh for the pain.
2: You got (laughs) to laugh for it.
7: That no, was no, 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 Scott Cocker, not me. I'm doing good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh we're gonna get it started, Justin. You know, I'm gonna throw the layup to you, you know. Let you well, actually the
6: uh the illustrious Ty Hayes is going to be leading the charge tonight. So we might we might actually get some things accomplished tonight. But I do want to say what? before we get started, hit that like and subscribe button, chat. Let's get right tonight. If you're watching the replay, get in the comment section. Let us know what you think. As always, we're brought to you by Workspace Solutions. If your business needs a digital presence or a full fledged marketing team, hit them up. It's at an affordable rate. And hey, they keep the lights on for us and we give a great product. They definitely will as well. Ty Hayes, it's your show. Take it from here. Yeah.
5: You know, there's there's no better place to start. Does college football even really begin before a Nick Saban rant? I contend it doesn't. Some contend con, con would, but their opinions really doesn't count. And we had our first semi-Saban rant at a press conference, a little bit of attitude about the depth chart. Now, we've had a lot of talk about the depth chart. What do we make about this? Matt, I want to start with you.
2: I got I got the depth chart coach Saban just sent it to me. He said, "There we go. Starting quarterback is going to be Oatmeal Cream Pies. Little Debbie Oatmeal Cream Pies. That's what he said." Uh but no, oh. I like it. You know, I actually like. You know, it kind of started last year in 2022 when Coach Saban was pissed off um talking about the depth chart saying you know, it might be my – this might be the last one you get. Um, you know, uh, so it kind of goes back to last year, but I actually like it. You know, I like uh, anal coach saving. I feel like that's kind of what we were missing last year. I like it when he's being strategic. He's like – he like at the poker table right now. He just holding his cards, playing the game, you know, and not showing a lot. So, um, you know, me personally, I like it. It just builds so much suspense. Saturday in Alabama Crimson Tide. So, uh who do you want me to lay it up to? Coach Smoot, what, what are your thoughts, brother?
1: Uh, man, I'm, you know, it's classic Nick Saban, man. Giving the media exactly what they want. Some, a soundbite, something to go off of. Keep them thinking, you know. As much as they hate it, they love it. You know, they know that as long as they have that narrative for, the, you know, to run along with Alabama Coach Saban, they have something to write. It's going to get attention, so... I love it. But it also, like he said in his comments, man, the, the mentality of the team, you know, do I want to set the standard? Do I want to set send a message um, first? And I believe he didn't have to send a message first. I think everybody that every player that you see seen interviewed, um, they have the same message. They all showing up to work and compete regardless of what a piece of paper says, you know, and I think that's what breeds championship, you know, uh, championship caliber teams. When guys show up, regardless of what it says on a piece of paper, they're going to compete.
4: I, I, I want
7: to just interject this. And th- this was the second press conference in a row where Nick saved but didn't try to go at me. So thankfully, no, that, that, that happened again. But he, the fact that he apologized to the media afterwards, that's what got me. The fact that he said, I'd like to apologize for not giving y'all a depth chart." I'm looking at Nick like, you don't got to apologize to me, bro. I know what you're doing. Now, the rest of these folks in here, they may not probably get it, but I've been in here, Nick, for a long time. So I understand exactly where you're coming from with this. But the fact that he apologized, smiled, and then two-stepped off the podium, I'm (laughs) like, look at this mess right here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He extra tan this season, too, man. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. yeah. Hey, no, no, is. College football no. better watch out, man. He done got his hair cut. He colored. got that you vitamin D. He's, he's, no, he's
6: got that just for men rocking. He's ready. Real.
7: Guys, Justin sat there and said that I slipped Nick Saban the just for men. I didn't man. do that.
1: Hey, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you, Nick Saban have been in that doggone uh, Crunch Fitness gym room. He got in his uh, upstairs at his house, that Crunch Fitness facility. He done been in that mud, hitting them weights. That man got his own tanning bed. Nick Saban look like he about 55, 56 again. He he got that energy, man. I, I, I love the energy around the locker room right now. Well,
5: speaking it's of so- that energy, Chris, what would you think of all of this?
1: Man, I I think that it's, it's a ploy more so to
3: the team because to keep everybody locked in. You get what I'm saying? Because you, you release a depth chart, you can have some guys be like, oh, man, I'm third, or mm. or, or I'm a back, I'm not star. And they check out. You know what I'm saying? I've never been big on depth charts. I, I, I like me, like, depth chart seems so final, so permanent. So, for me, that thing is week to week or game by game, dude. You're not playing in the game, you're not doing right. I'm gonna sub your butt out. I mean, I don't need a depth chart. We're just gonna roll with the guys that roll out first and, and go from there. Just give me 11 out there, and, uh, whatever package we're in, whatever package the guys we have in that package, let's go, man. Because it's like too many people get caught up in the depth chart, uh, it's gonna be. If if he re, would have released, it would have been. I guarantee you, the quarterbacks would have said, Jalen Milrow or Ty Simpson or Tyler Butler or or, or. or then, then right behind them, uh, Eli Holstein. So <laughs> <laughs> so um, and same thing. But the thing about it, though, man, I really truly believe that some positions just aren't settled right now, man. It's like they're battling. Like I believe mm. Rodell's battling with with Jace. I believe, even though I believe Jalen will probably take the first snap, but I believe other guys have been playing good, you know, and the same thing with the receivers, man. We have, like, eight guys, nine guys that are really battling for those top, you know, every down three spots. You know what I'm saying? And then you think about the old line um, you have Ferguson in a true battle with down court. And, um, I I mean, it's it's, it's just all over the place, the secondary. so Um, It's it's crazy.
5: Dan, why do you think people were – so offended. I mean, you check Twitter, you check some of these places, and you'd have thought Nick Saban had cussed out every analyst in there, slapped them twice, and sent them on their way with no lunch money for not giving a depth chart. I didn't get the big deal. Talk to me about that. What'd you think? Yes,
4: the only people that are upset or offended by it are non-Bama fans. You know, us Bama fans, we know, we know what's going on. And it's a good thing because that means we still have competition going on, and that's what we want going into week two, you know. So, like Chris said, you know, it's going to be a lot of oars <laughs> when it does come out. It's going to be a lot of oars because there's a lot of competition going on. Go ahead, Matt.
2: And you know who's going to copy? Kirby Smart. He's going to try to do everything <laughs> Coach Saban do and be like, oh, I'm not releasing the depth chart. Why? It's just co Saban being a trendsetter watching it. Now all the other schools are going to want to do it. But, you know, I like it. I think Coach Saban's trying not to get burned by the transfer portal um, and having just crazy distractions from from guys maybe not being locked in just by looking at the depth chart. So, I like it.
5: 100%.
7: Guys, so, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think another reason why there's no depth chart, for the first time in a while, look how crazy deep this team is across the board i mean look at how mm-hmm. crazy deep this team is like I, I looked at just the secondary by itself i'm like holy balls we got like 30 dbs right <laughs> we got like 30 dbs in here so the debt the, the, the roster is so deep with talent save is like why a depth chart when i'm just gonna play everybody anyway
5: chris and
3: right quick, um, y'all remember I think it was Cole Kublick that was at a Bama practice. And originally before he went to the practice, he had LSU pick to win the West. After he left Bama's practice, he immediately immediately switched his pick to Bama winning the West. <laughs> so he saw something that we've been trying to tell people since the spring. And and I'm telling you man, that old line is gonna be nasty, y'all.
5: Justin Riley, the hostess with the mostest. As always, you get the final say. What are you thinking?
6: I like that. That I means it gives finality. It gives some weight to what's exactly. being said, right? Or well, at least in my mind, it does. Yes, Chris, what you said about players looking over the shoulder at each other, I agree. But here's another thing, and Dan, to kind of touch on what you said, uh, the reason why people are getting offended is because we're an, an entitled generation. Where we, we feel like we're supposed to know everything because all these coaches are naming their starters week after week. So they think that Saban's supposed to follow the same rules. When is the last time that Saban followed any rules but his own? Ne- never unless it's Miss Terry's rules, right? What I see from this is when it comes to death charts, it creates chatter. He don't want talk. He don't want talk from the media. And he didn't want talking from his own team. He's saying, we're done talking. There's been enough talking since last year about what we're going to do, how we're going to change this or that. He wants everything to be revealed on the field by actions. Death chart creates chatter. On the field creates results. Now, I think that's one of his main points that he's trying to convey. It's symbolic. That's my take on it.
5: You know – This whole offseason, the one thing I thought Nick Saban was asking from the team, be undeniable. If you're undeniable, then you will find your way to playing time. But you know who else Bama fans are hoping is undeniable? Being undeniable isn't just relegated to the players. Being undeniable also shows up in the coaches. And there are two new faces at Alabama that the fans, let's be honest, they're very excited to see. You have Tommy Reese on offense. You have Kevin Steele on defense. We need to talk about what we need to expect from both of these. Game week is here. We've theory-crafted this subject before, but the time is now. Smook, I want to hear from you. What are your expectations? Tommy Reese on offense and then Kevin Steele on defense. Talk to me. All
1: right, so you all know I'm part of the the minority that's excited about both of these coordinators being up in the box. I'm, I'm, I'm part of that minority. The way that college football is evolving, I think that is the best spot for these coordinators and the amount of talent that we have to work with. You have young talent that's ready to play. You have experienced talent. You have veteran guys who are reliable on the field. You have position group coaches who have experience in coaching those positions. They specialize in these positions. You got. It's like it was strategic how they set it up. You know the 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 boundaries of each um that each each area of the offense and defense is covered on the field, and you got your coordinators up up top doing what they do. And I, I promise you this this this. The way this play calling is going to be, we made a lot of points about how deep we are on both sides of the ball. Defensively, I believe Kevin still is going to just unleash these guys as far as getting pressure and being physical because we're going to see a deep rotation. And as much as us traditional football fans not used to seeing a four-man rotation at inside linebacker, there will be a four-man inside uh, rotation at the inside linebacker position. You don't keep a guy like Justin Jefferson off the field when you need a, middle line, a Mike linebacker that uh, – five slash cover the tight end, you know, like defend the quick lane, the quick really range So, and then offensively, you got too many running backs. You have two quarterbacks that you really, there's two main quarterbacks that I see in this race right now that are really trying to get coach Saban wants to see in game time. I feel like Ty Simpson is an under the lights player. So the the play calling is going to be evenly split offensively, but defensively I expect a lot of pressure middle Tennessee state offensive line last point the the offensive line struggled against san diego state tremendously last year they they they've gotten younger at the offensive line and they lost two they lost one offensive line to the transfer on um, offensive alignment to the transfer portal so depending on who they line up at at their front five it, it might be a long day for them and i think kevin Steele is going to allow his guys to you know release a lot of built-up tension so they won't be as eager for week
5: two they also lost one of their best wide receivers to the transfer portal, is Justin, let me know the other day. Three of the goodness gracious. Steven talk all to three. me. Goodness <laughs> gracious, man. That's that's terrible for them. Great for us. Steven, talk to me. What what are your expectations, game one, for Tommy Reese and Kevin Steele? Should Bama fans be as excited as quite frankly I am for both of them to be the play callers.
7: Well, Ty and, and guys, I'm gonna say this. I was at the media day for both coordinators. I was there. And Kevin Steele walks in the room. And I counted him say six times the tablets here. It's always been here. And that let me know what we all knew. Pete Golding had no idea what he was doing. So Kevin Steele is in here, not just simplifying things and baptizing this entire defense, but this defensive line, we may not have the out, we may not have the main personality yet. But Tim Keenan has grown, Jamarian Latham has grown. A lot of these guys have grown. So uh, as we as we go through the season, first off, game one, keep your eyes on that defensive line they 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 tired of hearing where well, y'all don't got no pain, no Allen, no Reed, no Q Williams, no this. Mm-hmm. These guys are sick of that. They ready to get after it. Now, offensively, what I like about Tommy Reese is. He's not going to do what Ben O'Brien did, which was net Bryce Young Bell you out. No, he has an offense that's going to be built around Jalen Milroe or whoever the quarterback is. What do you do well? What you like? What you don't like? Let's look at this. Let's run this. Let's run that. But I think it's more than the Tommy Reese tie. It's a combination of Tommy Reese and Eric Wolford. What okay. Wolford has done with this O line, he's recruited grown men. He's developing grown men, and these grown men are eating nothing but cornbread, protein powder, and collard greens. They hit mm. folks and they be jerky. Putting, and be, and be, they putting folks in the dirt. So I look at the combination of Tommy Reese and Eric Wolford, that real balance that Sabre's been crying for for the last two years, that's coming
5: back. And, Stephen, to your point, Wolford was a guy that was beating Bama for recruits when he was at Kentucky. Now that same guy recruits with the Bama brand behind him, a brand that, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, 24-7 Sports just tabbed as the number one most recognizable brand in all of college football. Just thought I'd slide that in there. Chris, we've heard from the man to your left. We've heard from the man to your right. Why not stop with you? What are you expecting from Tommy Reese and Kevin Steele?
3: Well... First off, I, I expect our offense to go back to those um, 2009 to 2011 days, 2012 days, um, because you got to think about how big our O line is, man. Those guys are, are 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 huge, man. Those those are huge human beings, and it it takes for for you to really, for someone to truly understand it. It takes for them being down on the field. And actually seeing <laughs> those guys, those guys like in person, how big you know a guy like Caden Proctor is, how big a guy like JC Latham is, and, and Booker Tyler Booker. Man, we have some he dudes, oldest. man, up front. And, and yes, the O line, D line, but I expect us to be physical. Um, a lot of play action. I expect uh nine black guys like, like, like nine black, um, CJ Dupree, guys like that to really eat in this offense. Um, because, like, when he was at Notre Dame, those tight ends were eating, man. And you you think about it. He didn't – he he was pretty good at Notre Dame, man, and he didn't have half the talent that he has at his disposal at Bama. You know, he didn't um, – he had some good backs. But, like I said, man, I expect us to to really thrive off of play action, smash mouth, taking shots deep with Bun, Benson, fast guys, taking the top off the defense with Burton, guys like that. So, I, I expect it to be probably 60-40 run pass ratio. Uh, of something like of that sort um defensively um i can't help but to keep thinking about those kevin steele defenses of the of his early Bowman years and those defensive lines those fronts he, he had when he was at auburn man i was i was really envious when he was a dc at Auburn and they had derrick brown and marlon Davidson. yeah that was, mm-hmm. that was crazy man those were some crazy talented defenses so um physicality um and And just relentlessness, just just being relentless that, those are the two words that um come to my mind when I think about both sides of the ball in um offense hand defense and I believe those boys have been getting at it, man, and they're ready to turn it loose on somebody so um I just expect to see um you know old bama old vintage bama uh, football up front on both sides of the ball and as a whole as a unit we gotta we gotta make people fierce again.
1: Hey, quick curveball for the panel. You just were alluding to it, Chris. Um, Personnel-wise, when Kevin Steele was at his best, he always had elite talent interior, right? You look at the interior on the first and second level, on the defensive level, for the panel, do you feel like we have that type of talent to be able to allow Kevin Steele to just go to, you know, put his stamp on, Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying? Without a doubt, dude. Look, look. Look, man, you got guys like guys like
3: Payne, he'll be starting anywhere else pretty much in the country. Um, Latham would have been playing a long time ago. Otis, he probably is the most slept on defensive tackle in the country, man. Like people really don't understand what's what's in store.
7: And then, and not to mention, once big James Smith click, dear yeah. God. <laughs>
5: Well, not only James Smith, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking Edric Hill. We're talking Renard. I mean, there were some names in this Uh, other one. Give them time. Jordan Renard. The the difference, and I say this all the time, and then Matt, I got to pass it to you. The difference for the offensive line and defensive line in size, speed, strength, technique required to succeed at the college level as opposed to the high school level is astronomical. I've always said Caden Proctor could have had highlights blocking me. I can assure you he will not be blocking me in college. Right, He will be blocking a former four-star, former five-star, and that's a transition period. Let the guys cook, but, Smook, to your point, I think the talent is there. Now, Matt, are we going to see any surprises from both sides of the ball? What are you expecting from Tommy Reese? And then same question on the defensive side of the ball with Kevin Steele.
2: Uh, You know, I don't think we're going to see surprises week one. You know, I just think we're just going to kind of be vanilla, you know, get guys in, rotate. You know, we might see a couple quarterbacks play. Um, but, you know, for me, um, I just think, you know, the reason Coach Saban is looking younger and, and look like he's been on the new Genics commercial and all this stuff <laughs> is that he's got – everybody's spoken to him. He's got Tommy Reese and Kevin skill. Their scheme is what how he wants to play football. They want to be physical up front. Like, we're talking about our defensive line. Coach Smook said, do we have the players? We have the players. It's just – We had Pete Golden's raggedy defensive scheme that didn't let our D-line cook, let them do what's best for them. So we were hindered. So I think for the reason Coach Saban's looking happy and looking 25 years young because he's got his coordinators and he's ready to just go out there and be dominant, like Chris said. We're going back to an old-school Bama brand of football, but we're going to pound you out, be physical, Um, But as far as surprises, I think the biggest surprise would just be the amount of talent that we have and the amount of talent that we might not show everything versus Middle Tennessee State. I think you're really going to kind of see everything, you know, versus Texas, um, just kind of preparing for them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm excited. I can't wait to see these guys ready to roll because, I mean, you just listen to the press conferences from last year to this year from players. I mean, whether it's Kool-Aid. The guys have a different mentality, oh, a different yeah. psyche. They're, they're like, listen, we're locked in. We're ready to go out there and create our identities, show everybody who we are. So I'm excited. I can't wait to see these guys go out there and ball out and uh, bring back the Alabama standard.
5: Absolutely. Steven, what you got? I think,
7: I think the one surprise that I I could, I want to see or I could see, if Alabama goes down, who are all six DBs? Ooh, good because, one. Because uh, obviously one corner is Kool but it, it could literally look like this. And call me crazy if it does, but I think it could look like this. Your corners could end up being Kool Aid and Trey Amos. Your star could be Terry on Arnold. Your money could be Malachi That's Moore. Said.
2: That's what Chris said.
7: Keith? Your money could be Malachi Moore. Your one of your safeties is is a is a Caleb Downs. And then Keith. It, And
2: then Key,
3: Jalen Key, you're
2: the safety. I heard heard we got so many multiple packages. I heard we got a package with that secondary, but they got Downs in as a linebacker, which blows my mind. I heard some crazy stuff, but I'm not going to – I don't think we're going to show it to later in the season. But We're not going to show it. We're We're multiple. We got talent everywhere. I mean, we're we're, we're not going to
7: show it early, Matt. You're right. I'm just saying – I, I I'm just saying, like I've been talking to like so many people, like folks boosters, like at this stuff, and they're like, man, this secondary is so diverse. You don't know who is going to be on the field at what given time. It's crazy how diverse that DB room is.
1: The the amount of man cover specialists that we have lining up at corner, with the size that these guys bring. You got we got corner six foot six one six two out there lining up and just, I mean, 185 to 205. To, I mean, guys are out there beefing up. Jalen Key over top and Caleb Downs with that physicality. Smitty over top. Malachi Moore over top. That's going to be hard to deal with. You, If we keep Malachi in positions where he is able to react and not take stuff down, I mean, like, like play behind the plate, this is going to be a nasty secondary. We know how flexible Malachi can be when he's healthy, man. It's going to be scary for, for defenses.
3: People don't understand just how good Trey Amos is. I'm going to leave it at that.
5: People 100%. That
3: dude, that, dude, that dude would have been a day two pick if he would have came out this past. This path, yep. Think about that. I, I, I'm going to say this.
7: This speaks huge also to the versatility of Terrion Arnold. People, people don't realize Terrion never played corner before last year. He was a safety. He comes in, plays corner last year, has some growing pains. Travaris Robson does a great job with him. And not only is he playing corner, the man's playing stars. So, Saber's like, well, heck, if you're going to have me get all my ball hawks from the field, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get all of my ball hawks from the field. Everybody's playing multiple positions. Even Tony Mitchell is being coached multiple spots right now.
5: That's what you love to see. And hopefully, Amos can go from a day two pick to a day one pick. Right. The year yes. at Bama. Now, Dan, same question to you, man. What are you thinking we're going to see from Reese and ultimately from Kevin Steele?
4: Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, First thing I like to see and uh, expect to see from Tommy Reese is a ball control offense. You know, that's what I I would love for us to get back to. I think we'll do it. Uh, You know, stay ahead of the chains and be, you know, efficient on third downs. You know, uh, I don't want to see any more playground football. That's what we had. Mm -hmm. It seemed like, especially last year, it was, it was terrible on the defensive side of the ball. I want to see the intensity come back, the the aggressive defense. I want to see the intensity, everybody flying to the ball. You know, on third down, let's get off the field, man. You know what I'm saying? I I want to see us get off the field on third down.
5: Yeah. Well, Justin, before I pass it to you, there is one thing I would like to add. I'll only take a minute because I had people talk about this on my show uh, and people were asking me, am I mad that Nick Saban – is saying they're going to go more old school. Justin, I'll let you take this right here, and then I'll jump right back into it.
6: Hey, real quick. Willie Cottonham with $1.99 Super Chat. We will win the national championship this year. We appreciate
5: that. I'll everything. All of Alex. That's the type of can-do attitude we need on Thank the team you. right there. That's exactly what we need. But – I've had people come to me and say, Ty, what do you think about Nick Saban saying we're going to go more old school? Isn't that exactly what Bama was trying to get away from, modernize the offense? And I think what has been lost in all of this is context and nuance. Nick Saban is saying we're going to go more old school coming off of a season where Bryce Young was literally cosplaying as Harry Houdini week in and week out, trying to save this offense, trying to put some semblance of something together. Those statements are coming after that season what he's saying is we don't have bryce anymore it's not conducive to success to call an offense and roll the dice and hope that your superstar quarterback bails you out time and time again we need to be balanced I don't know how that got translated into saying we're going to run a 1965 offense. It's <laughs> never going to pass. But if you checked social media, that's exactly what Saban said. And I have to ask myself, guys, where has context and nuance gone? That's very important to this. Justin, I pass it to you.
6: Yeah, we're going to go old school. We're going to win the wrist bone with all three quarterbacks. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. I cannot wait to see that before I get to rambling. Gotta give a shout out to David Agri, $1.99 Super Chat. Any idea why they still have will they still have colorful mouthpieces? I tell you what, Bo Scarborough could get into that. He's not a fan of that. Right, my biggest thing as far as these coordinators, there is going to be a surprise and on both sides of the ball. And what I mean is, and I talked about this in the last show, the surprise is you're gonna have players being the true versions of themselves. Bill O'Brien tried to get Jalen Milrow to be Bryce Young. You know, uh, Pete Golden tried to get Will Anderson to drop back in coverage. What? And yeah, it, that right there. And the thing is, you had these coaches trying to get these players to be a version of themselves that they created. And when you do that, like I said before in the previous show, you lose the true essence of who you are. You're lost. You're making mistakes. Anxiety happens because you can't be who you are. You're going to see players free, free to be who they really are. That's why you hear in their voice this change, this accountability, this self-policing. That's why these coordinators are going to be in the booth because they know, okay, these guys got it. We're just going to sit back up here and watch the show. We've already taught them what they need to be and – They're about to take the field, and hell's coming with them. That's what I see. That's that's my surprise. And I think Tommy Reese isn't going to play it safe in this game. I'm going to call it right now. First place from scrimmage, Jalen Milrow over the top to Manuel Henderson touchdown.
1: Ooh. Love it. Do y'all remember how we broke the ice with Blake Sims game one? Do y'all remember how we broke the ice? That man, I think it was like three or four – play action rollout passes where he just, he rolled out to, to, to the seam and just let it rip. Was letting it go over top. And I see the same, the similar type of energy being established early. Shout out to Ty Alexander, four for four meal for the homie, Steven. Roll <laughs> Tide, guys. Appreciate the super chat, uh, Alexander. I appreciate that meal, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but on, on some real stuff, Man cannot
6: live on bread alone. Thank you, brother. Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on some real stuff, this, this, is, this is the thing. When it comes to offensive play calling, Justin, I'm right along with you. I don't think we waste time trying to figure out, uh, you know, be ma- vanilla. I think we throw those two quarterbacks or three. I don't see three. I, I say two, the top two. I think we give them the playbook. We give them a script. And whoever's the most efficient is going to start week two. This is honestly an opportunity for, like you said, guys to play free, man. And I think the same is for the the, the defensive coordinators. Let's establish a tone from week one. Let's not wait till week three, week four, week five, like we've had through the past three years. Let's start it off week
5: one. Steven, I want to go to you, and then I have a question for the panel I want to hear quickly from y'all.
7: i I I just just go back to guys. SEC media days in Nashville. That was a crazy drive for me up there. The rain was awful. The road work was awful. But to get inside that hotel and to hear all three guys, J.C. Latham, Kool-Aid, and Dallas Turner, J.C. Latham in particular, this guy sounded like he was about to go full on Samuel Jackson. Like he had some quotes that I'm, about, I'm like, whoa! Like J.C. Latham bleeds this. Like you could hear in his voice, like we are getting back there. Like Georgia ain't no standard. We getting back there. You could hear it in Dallas Turner. Like Kevin Steele, it's us run that we run this defense. We, we run this over here. Kool-Aid McKinstry, kind of the same thing. When when I left Nashville that Wednesday, I'm going, man, this team is ticked all the way off. And they've carried that from July throughout the entire fall camp to where I I, I don't even know what's going to be worse for the opponent. The Heat or a ticked-off Bama team or both.
5: (laughs) So – You know, listening to y'all, two questions come to mind. The first one I think we can answer very quick, so I'll answer the first and then we'll get back to the second. First and foremost, you know, Justin, you talk about accountability. This is a big year for a lot of people. Let's talk some make it or break it. I'll go ahead and give you mine in terms of players. I think that we need to watch for a big year and guys who – Who really need a big year my number one is caleb downs i don't think a whole lot of explanation needs to be said about this he comes in as a true freshman and is lighting it on fire he is going to be a household name i'll tell you who needs a big year though guys dalcourt is a experienced guy on the offensive Mm. line a veteran presence but at the same time this is the year right terrence ferguson's breathing down his neck and that's a talented cat behind him as well this offensive line that you know Wolford is recruiting, there's a lot of hungry guys and they want to eat. This is the year for Dalcourt. So that's my two. Dan, I'm gonna pass it to you.
4: I got to unmute myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely. Uh I'm 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 gonna go offense and defense. The big yeah, y'all. I'm I, I think I've said it before, but it's easy to go with uh Jace McClellan. You know, I expect a big out of him, but um uh, Jam Miller, I'm looking for a huge year out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're gonna play lots of backs, but I expect him to make a lot of explosive plays. Um, uh, guys that I, I think that's on the clock, you know. It, I'm, I'm looking at guys like Roydale Williams. This is it for him. You know, this is this make it or break it year for him. Um, like you said, dial Court. Uh on the defensive side of the ball. I'm, I'm going to save Smoot because Smoot said he was going to get the guy, so I'm not going to mention his name. But on the defensive side of the ball, I'm looking for Christian story. You know, it's make a break year for him. But as far as a big year, I got to go with Deontay Lawson. I expect him to have a huge, tremendous season.
5: Just love, keep it love both of them. Smoot. He he basically gave you the alley. Oop. Now I want to I want to see your Blake Griffin impersonation. Which
1: you I'm got? Not, I'm not <laughs> sure which one he's talking about because we had three that we said to we was talking about. But my breakout star on the defensive side, I think it's gonna be Terry on Arnold. I think Terry Arnold is gonna be like everybody's so worried about Kool-Aid. We I um I agree with Chris. Trey is that dude. But I feel like it's gonna be hard to bring Malachi down to that star when you're talking about playing against pass-heavy teams. When you got Trey Amos and Terry Arnold that you could flex to that slot, cover that slot. You you get what I'm saying? You could you could literally have those guys lock down their sides of the field. And so I see Terry Arnold breaking out, um, making a break it on the defensive side. Kendrick Blackshire, Boom. I got I gotta get you. I gotta get you on the field. You gotta get on the field. You gotta make an impact on special teams. And when you get those reps where you're you're replacing those edge guys or the – because what what I've been hearing is he's working inside and outside. He's the third guy up on both sides. So my thing is, where, where are you going to make your impact, man? Right. That means we're trying and, to get you on. And, and he got to go get it, like especially on the uh, special teams. Um, offensively, breakout season, I told y'all I've been giving this dude crap since he showed up. Jermaine Burton breaks out this year, y'all. And I'm gonna tell you why because it won't be. Hold
5: on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait hold, hold on. You can't Let just me. fly past that like no, you didn't just say that. Hold on.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm in.
5: Unpack. Give Give me an extra 30 seconds if everyone pleases for Smook to unpack well, this one. Well, let's Go get ahead. this super chat so yeah. we can
6: digest it real quick. Willie Cottonham, a dollar nine nine. Our defense is back and loaded.
5: Hundred percent. Please explain dude.
6: yourself, sir, because you've been anti. Jermaine, for a long time, you were marching down the street, crossing county lines, full blast on all forms of social I helped media. I that man pack and everything. I just want to know what in the world happened and how much did he pay you? you got Let me, me tell, tell you.
1: you, first of all, the boy got the NIL deals, if y'all haven't noticed. My boy, he he locked in this year, for real. I seen the um the Alabama, when they was doing the, the fight song with the team. And a lot of people look at Jermaine Burton was like, he wants to participate, but Jermaine Burton was literally over there. Like he, that same look, he came to that, that press interview with man, it, it was something different about Burton, man. And we always known that Jermaine Burton had the technique. He had the release, he had the route. It's just, he never showed up in those moments where he needed to make the big plays. And towards the end of last season, he started to trend up as much as I didn't want to admit it. He started to trend up Kansas state game showed me a lot. Those first, two or three I think it was two or three miscommunications by him and Bryce that's a product of being in the offensive system where the wide receivers are put to their Bryce calls out of protection The and wide was receivers on the opposite design, side too yes and, and then also I think Jermaine Burton is more effective at the slot too so mm-hmm. I, I see him be, being with Malik Benson and and Ja'Cory Brooks I just I see Jermaine Burton and Isaiah Bonds being really effective and Jermaine Burton's because of his lack last year this season that he produces this year, and I'm talking about maybe six, seven 700, 700 yards receiving, uh, five or six, seven touchdown catches. I'm talking about maybe 45, 50 catches in this offense with Jalen miro leading it, averaging maybe 20 to 23 passes a game, 24 passes a game on a good game, you know, a healthy, balanced game. I think Jermaine Burton can, can really break out this year, and somebody that needs to step up um, on the offensive side before I go, it's going to be um, in the wide receiver room. I got to see Kobe Prentice be more consistent this year. I got to see Kobe Prentice be, when he has his opportunities, I we, we don't I don't think we rely on the wide receiver group that much, but I don't think there's much room for him to have those drops. Him and Isaiah Bonds. I don't think there's much room to have those drops with guys like Shaz Preston ready to get out there. And we've seen his work with those hands and Emmanuel Henderson.
5: Very true. That wide receiver room is competitive. Now, Chris. Same thing to you, man. Who do the people need to watch to break out, and who really needs a big year?
3: All right, which side of the ball you guys want me to start on? Defense. Which side
5: man. tickles your fancy?
3: <laughs> well, I'm on both. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm an like guy you by heart, but fancy. I'm, a, I'm just joking. But I will start with the defensive side. The my breakout player, man, is is it, it, it starts up front, man. The tone setter for this defense, who's going to be the Quentin Williams, the Deron Payne, is going to be Jaheim Otis. He's going to be that guy. Jaheen Otis. Remember that. First team all SEC. He's gonna get some, he's gonna be a consensus all American. I say it here. All right. The guy that this a, a make it or break it. Oh man. I'm Before put... you get
5: into that, we have a super chat we need to get to. Justin, I'm gonna pass it to you for this one. A five dollar super chat.
6: David, I agree. About Black Shower Transfer after this year. Too much talent ahead of him. Jacoby Brooks, make it or break it.
1: I, I gotta I, I I want him to comment in the chat. What makes you think Ja'Cory Brooks has, has has a make it? I think Ja'Cory Brooks has been Ja'Cory Brooks since he's been at Bama. I don't think he's been subpar. I he's had some drops, but he's had more big plays and more big catches than he's had big drops. So I would Chris like to got that look in his comments.
5: eye, and I gotta hear what he's gotta say. Well, what, what, what you got, man? You got that look in your I'm, eye.
3: I'm coming back to that. I'm coming back to that, Smoot. All right. Um, my my make it or break it defensive guy is Corn Darius Robinson. This is like this is, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like coming out, man. We were just Dan and I were some years ago. We were just so sure that he was just gonna be that guy, and then they just started signing five stars after five star. So that's the guy on defense. On offense, the guy. I'm not actually going with a player. I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I'm going with a position group. The tight end room. Hmm. If you can remember what what they did with Michael Mayer and Notre Dame, those tight ends, man. It's I'm cheating. going with not not Black and Dupree, man, and Danny Lewis. Those three guys are going to be in for huge seasons as a, as a group. I, 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 I would I would go even as far as saying the tight end room will get a thousand yards receiving this year.
5: That's a bold mm. statement, but I'll bold. tell you what else is bold is us not talking about Micah's comment right here. Thank you for the line. He says, "Sure hands on offense and sure tackles on defense and keep penalties under sixty yards and we win the ship." Once again, that's the type of can-do attitude we need. Speaking of a can-do attitude, Steven, I need to hear your breakout player. I need to hear your make it or break it player.
7: All right, so I got I got two on offense and two on defense. So the uh the the the, uh, the breakout player offensively, uh and I I'm going to go against the grain here, y'all know, I'm kind of a big man, a small man's body. So I'm going to go up the <laughs> offensive line. Uh, breakout player this year is going to be Kaden Proctor. Caden Proctor's is going to show you some as a freshman. He's going to show you quite a bit as a freshman on the offensive line. My make my my make it a break it player. Oh my goodness. I mean, I I know you love him, Smoke, but I'm my making a break it play. Come on, Jermaine Bird. We can't have no drops this year. Making a break it is Burton. We can't have no drops, Burton. Hey, I get... ain't
1: say I love him now. Don't do
7: hey, that. Hey, 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 Don't be okay. misquoting now. Okay. You know better than you that. I, I, I know better than that, man. And we can't have no drops, Burton. So making a break it for Burton here. Defensively, my breakout player is Malachi Moore. He going to have it this year. He had it had his freshman year, went through some injuries. He built like a linebacker now. I think Malachi is going to have the breakout year. The making a breaking year, Tim Smith. Yo, big butt! Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, to come came on. Came in as a five star from Florida, boy. Come on, Tim. Timmy, hey? get your butt on the bus now.
5: Speaking <laughs> of five star, I gotta hear from the panel's very own five star, Matt Cadell.
2: Uh, I wasn't a five star. I was like a four star. But you're uh, a five
5: star was, in
1: my heart. Yeah, but um,
6: that mustache you had was definitely five star. <laughs>
1: you had a five star edge up, too, boy. That boy was clean in the mud. <laughs> look at it. Hey, 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 look at it.
2: Oh, man. So, yeah. Um. golly. So, my golly, I, y'all kind of took, took all of it. I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to be said. a little controversial. I'm going to say. You know, it's his time. I'm gonna go with Milro. I'm like, Milro, this is your time right now. Like the time is now. You got the OC, you got the players, you got the scheme. Like, this is your time. Like, don't 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 put it in Ty Simpson's hands. Don't put it in Lonergan's hands. Go out there and be that guy. Um my breakout year is the same guy, Jalen Mill. I think Milro can go out there and be that guy, you know, and you know, um, I say Another guy, I'm, I got to say Jermaine Burton. I think Burton, I want him to, this is his money year. You know, this is, for a lot of these guys, this is their money year. You're thinking about going to the NFL. You want scouts to look at you. This is your year to get paid. Like, go out there and ball out. So, um, you know, for me, I, I want Milro to be successful, man. I, I really hope he takes, you know, um, ownership of this, of this QB race. And, you know, just solidifies himself i hope he's looking at <laughs> and like i'm way better than that guy and <laughs> so i hope mm-hmm. he goes out there and ball out now defensively it's i gotta go with my guy he's making he's making a break i gotta go with malachi Moore, man so much talent on the defensive end like for him to have that drop off from his freshman year like you know, we need you to be that guy. Like, you got Amos, you got Kool-Aid, you got Earl Little, you got so much talent around you. This is your time. This is a money year for you. And my breakout year defensively, I just think I'm going to take the easy bait. I'm going to go with Dallas Turner. I need him to at least get 15 plus sacks. I need him to not only I need him to solidify himself as, you know, I'm the number one edge rusher coming off the draft board this year. So, Um, that's kind of my two cents with the guys, but, um, yeah.
5: Yeah. Love it. it. Chris,
2: 30
5: seconds. And then we got to get to Justin.
3: I never got a chance to say my, make it a break it year for my office guy. It's Brooks. And I'm gonna tell you why, Smoot, because we've been waiting for Brooks to be that guy, to be that thousand yard guy to take over ever since he made that big fourth down, that touchdown catch against Auburn. We just knew that from there, he was going to be that guy from that point on. But, it's time to take the next step, dude, because you have guys like Malik Benson and and, and Hale, um, Jalen Hale, and and those other guys that are right-nipping. Shaz Preston, they're ready. They're ready. They're nipping at their, their buzz, so it's making it or breaking for them.
5: Speaking of ready, Justin, make it or break it year. What you got for me?
6: <laughs> I'm going to keep it short, and then we got to get to this fan question here. Make it, Well, maybe I get my breakout star. I'm going to go a little bit of a different direction because one of you named him as a make it or break it. I'm going to go with Roy L. Williams. I think he's going to be a breakout guy because he has an offensive coordinator who finally knows how to utilize him. He's going to be healthy. And honestly, guys, once he gets going, he's going to remind a lot of Alabama fans of Eddie Lacey. Hmm. He's going to throw that out there. As far as the defensive side of the ball, breakout year, Quandarius Robinson, again, He's got a coach that knows how to use him. And I feel I feel like that he has been building this enormous chip on his shoulder since everybody in Alabama Nation gave up on him last year because of a mistake he made against Tennessee. I feel like he's going to come in with an edge, and he's going to make some guys ahead of him sit down. As far right. as br- uh, make it or break it, Darian Dalcourt, to be honest with you, I don't even think you should be given an opportunity. You've been there long enough to show us something, and I'm sorry – you basically got 30 seconds, essentially, to show me something in this first game. If, if you ain't it, go sit down. Go start working on your fantasy football team. Defensive side of the ball, Chris Braswell, he came in high, rated higher than Will Anderson, but he and he has not shown that since. Yes, there has been brief flashes where we've seen some kind of hint of awesome. It's just not consistent enough. I need something more than – an occasional tackle for a loss, or a sack every fourth or fifth game. It's time for you to be that dude. Be the Hemothy. And don't wear
2: them high-top uh, Timbaland boot Nike cleats. <laughs>
6: <100%, 100%.
2: laughs>
5: we got a qu-
6: quick question, guys. Keep it short as far as your answer from Salah Diallo. Question for the panel. Who is the better DB between Brian Ranch and Xavier McKinney? I want to hear Chris' voice. I want to hear Chris' We'll start out with Ty. Then we go to Dan, Smoot, Chris, Stephen M., and Matt can be last.
5: Brian Branch. That's it. all respect, McKinney is a beast, but Brian Branch, man, was different in terms of what he's able to do, the depth of what he's able to do, and the versatility. I mean, there's a reason why he went to the NFL and they're scrambling trying to figure out a way to put him on the field.
4: Simple, he <laughs> i agree. Ditto 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 Brian Branch versatility alone.
1: Same Brian Branch, Brian Branch could line up outside, star, free safety, and be just as effective. He might not be a lockdown corner, but he can be effective. So yeah. Brian Branch,
3: don't get it twisted. Xavier McKinney could have played corner too. He could have, but he, he's not better than the most underrated defensive back in the saving era, as far as what he what he could have brought to the table. He could have started. In any of Saban's defenses, he was that good. But with that being said, Brian Branch is the closest thing to Minka that we've seen in Crimson. Yes.
5: Completely
7: agree, Chris. Steven? This hurts me because I cover both of them. I
2: love X, but uh, B.B. a different monster. <laughs> B.B. a whole different monster. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I'm going – shout out to Xavier McKinney. He was named captain for the New York football giants out there today. Um, as talented as he is, man, I'm still going Brian Branch. His versatility, play the slot, nickel star, safety corner. I mean, ball skills alone. I mean, just he's just unreal. So I'm going Brian Branch.
7: And then BB could hit home on a blitz consistently.
3: Oh, snap. He does it all. And don't forget, BB could have been a a D1 receiver easily. That's what he played at uh, Sandy Creek. He was a thousand yard receiver.
5: Well, I'll got tell a, you what. Go ahead, Justin.
6: I got a lot of respect for Xavier McKinney because, yeah, like it was previously mentioned, we didn't get to see how good he could have been because he was so busy having to make up for others' mistakes while he was there, especially his final year. And I think you're starting to see how good he is with the New York football giants. But Brian Branch all day. Real quick, Willie Cotton, another ninety nine Super chat, don't sleep on Kobe Prentice.
7: Willie try to feed me and my family. All right, Willie.
4: I appreciate
5: that.
6: The man the of the hour. Now. Yeah. You
4: yeah. You had a drink supervisor. with it. You were
5: Look, speaking of this quality depth we hope to see, I think it's about that time where we talk about the game that we're going to be seeing this week. And what better person to lead it off than the person who's been closing us out every single time. I didn't want to give you that the whole time. The hostess with the most is Justin Riley. Lead us off.
6: man first of all guys it's Christmas time for us game week we're gonna have several game weeks and it's gonna be the gift that keeps on giving I'm so excited as far as what we're gonna see from coach Saban Tommy Reese and Kevin Steele when I see that quarterback trot out there to be QB one in this game and Jalen Monroe he's definitely earned it and, yes, it may be an audition in a lot of people's eyes, but it's his to lose right now. And I honestly don't feel like he's going to turn that over. We're going to see a lot of good looks and opportunities for Ty and even Dylan And Honestly, I feel like we're going to see him in this game. The offensive line is really going to be the star of the show. You're going to see a tremendous growth from them and what Eric Wolver has been doing. The, the level of nasty we're going to witness is going to be just – incomparable words just can't describe and it, it does bode well for us because that's where middle tennessee state is strong up front zalen wood and marley cook they're though that dudes they are known for getting to the quarterback they are known for shutting down running backs but the problem is they're not going to be allowed to do that and the even bigger problem is that secondary was given up nearly 300 yards a game last year and we got some receivers that are hungry. They're going to expose that. Now, they do have a guy out there, Trey Fluellen, and led the team in tackles last year, 104 yards, two picks, eight PBUs. He's good, but he can't be everywhere. Receivers going to eat, guys. As far as our defense, they're going to pin their ears back. And the problem, again, for, t- for Middle Tennessee State, Ty, you've already said it. They lost their top three wide receivers. One went to Virginia Tech. They have two guys with experience in DJ England Chisholm and Elijah Metcalf. But, man, this secondary is ready to remind Bama fans we are DBU, and we have those guys. And I honestly feel sorry for quarterback Nicholas. uh, Forgive me, I'm from Mississippi. Vadiato. Bariato. Nice, strong Italian guy. My problem is it's not going to be strong enough to, Bariado, Bariado. To, to handle the the hell is about to be unleashed. And he had a good freshman showing, but he lost the starting job last year to Chase Cunningham. He's coming back for another opportunity. You don't want to cut your teeth against this Bama defense, but Alabama's going to win forty to six in this game, setting up a huge game against Texas.
5: Love yada, it. Yada, Love yada, it. Yada, 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 and we yada, got 5 minutes left. Boys, we need to take it on home. What do you think this game's going to look like, Dan? Alabama MTSU, what's your prediction?
4: All right. First, I got I got a little wire in. It's it's a quite a shocking surprise. First play uh Eli Holstein's going to try it out on the field. They're going to line them up out wide. They're going to take a direct snap to <laughs> <McClellan. They're gonna laughs> Can we the the Jason They're going to drug test on this show but to keep it short man look here we're going to send a message week one this is a first opening home game and god knows when man look at here the place is going to be rocking people dying for football it's revenge season bama 56 to 7
5: Ooh, love it Smook.
4: Unapos-
1: unapologetically mm.
5: <laughs> smoke talk to me
1: Man, I'm I'm uh I'm gonna go with it like this. Jalen Miro is gonna try it out to start. Any sign of struggle of offensive production not being on schedule? Three drives in, we see Ty Simpson, and I honestly believe Ty Simpson gets in. He doesn't turn it back over to Jalen Miro in a game like this, a, a a game where like you said, the defensive side they return a couple of guys on that that perimeter. But are they gonna be able to sit out there and keep guys in coverage as we run the ball? like Tommy Reese plans to. So they're going to have to walk guys inside the box and that's going to create opportunities in it For a guy like Simpson, the the arm talent is, is what separates him from Jalen mirro Yes, he makes mistakes, but that's in practice when you've been playing against guys for the past, what, six months or so? Every day running the same style scheme, offense, they get used to seeing it. So it's a different thing when them lights come on. So I got uh Jalen Mirro starting. I think Jalen mirro takes it away, but we do see Ty Simpson. Score, I'm giving Alabama... Fifty I'm gonna go fifty nine. Uh Middle Tennessee six. I think Middle Tennessee scores a a early field goal because they get a big play first half, across the fifty, and then second half they get some garbage time, a garbage time field goal. So
5: hate garbage time field goals. Chris, I hate Chris. I
3: hate garbage time talking because it means in my brain.
1: You better shut the hell up, boy. All that talk you was doing early, you better get, get the hell in on. Smoking my brain. get the hell on.
3: I, 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 in my brain. What do you think? <laughs> <Hey. laughs> Smoking my brain, man. Hey, uh, I, I think we go back to 99 and you're going to see a vintage Michael Vick out there. Me rotate houses one early with his legs. And I'm going, and it's going to get rolling, man. It's going to get ugly. I'm going Bama 59-3. Love it. It won't
5: score Ooh. touchdowns. Smoke, Steve. like man. I need the good news, man. Everybody's been feeding it to me. I needed mine. to continue. What are you thinking?
7: I'm going this. This defense getting a shutout. Oh, this Ooh. defense gets it done. This defense has been tired of hearing you solve. You ain't physical no more. You ain't bama no more. Kevin Steele's gonna get into that defense in that locker room. They gonna give Kevin Steele a shutout. His first game back. 48 nothing.
6: Oh, and the birthday the boy, the James love, Knox. Happy birthday, no James. Garbage I was about time. to say. No birthday garbage days. time, Bama.
5: 61 to nothing. A man that gets it. A man that gets it. Matt, what are you thinking for this game? Joyless murder ball? Do we finally get to see it back?
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be joyless murder ball. Um, I got Bama 49-7. I got Bama, Um, the quarterback that's coming out. Chris kind of stole my son but it won't be Michael Vick, 99. It's going to be Michael Vick when he was with the Philadelphia Eagles. You, that Monday night game, hitting Deshaun, 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 Deshaun Jackson. Jackson over the top. Over the oh, top. Yeah. We, we're going to move the pocket, first play, roll out. He's going to either hit Prentice or Bond, somebody over the top deep. I think it's but, Benson,
1: baby. Emmanuel wow. oh, Henderson. Yeah, might, <laughs> it's
2: He's going to roll friend. out oh and he goes just done it first play going deep what was that you, if if you go back if you go if back to the spring game you know, you game, you know you go back to the spring game real quick first play milro had he tried to go deep and then the receivers were kind of off so i got Bama 49-7 roll tie roll i'm
3: rolling with that
6: chris and, is over there like hercules hercules i'm excited
3: <laughs> hey he <man>. said <laughs> well i got all moist Oh, 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 right. oh, 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 well, hey, it's
6: oh, after hey, 9 hey, p.m., well, uh, so we, we can't do uh, like that.
5: I'll, I'll, I'll lead us into the OnlyFans. Delete, delete that. We're not he there. We're not oh, I already oh, clipped oh, it. Hey, we got already the 1.99. $1. Oh. Thank you, Willie. He says 59 to 0. Advertise, Stephen. he's just buying your whole meal, man. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying, bro. This is turned into
7: man. Look, man. Man, I'm, I'm, trying the, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get this new church plaque, man. He helped out the new church plaque.
5: Um, oh, yeah. hey, you 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 might want to mute because uh, this next thing, this isn't gonna buy you a church plaque. Oh. This is how the rest of us pay our bills. Where you can find <laughs> us outside of here, and I'll go ahead and start because I've been your sinful guide through the <laughs> evening. You can find me at Around the Table Sports during the day, but at night, you can find me at Reach Around the Table Sports on OnlyFans Part 2 Electric Boogaloo. I right. would love to see you over there. We got some killer deals right. running right now. Final Whistle, and talk to me. Where can the people find you? Baby,
4: man, you find me on Twitter when you're looking real hard. You know what I'm saying? But every week, every Tuesday night is right here. And also, you can catch my OnlyFans
6: with my whistle, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for me, guys. I can't top that.
2: Hey, hold
7: on. Hold on. Hey,
1: y'all can find your boy Coach Smook at Coach Smook on every platform. And that's every platform at Coach Smook. You type in Coach Smook, you're going to find me. And this week on uh, the Film Room after, After Dark, we got our special premiering this week. We're going to be pulling off the dog on uh, the dig and reach. We're going to be digging and reaching. And I don't want nobody coming in there second guessing any blast. Okay. we are going to run the full, we're going to run a 22 blast all night. All right. So we got the 22 blast special this week, every night on the OnlyFans. Y'all come check your boy out. Mr. Thirty and just himself. Let's go. Pop
5: right. Pop right. <laughs> oh, Chris. I I I'm not. I don't know that I'm ready. But go ahead, talk to me. I feel like I
3: just gotta stand up, and put my leg on the table like this. Oh boy! <laughs> like, 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 oh, lean whoa, in. Whoa, whoa. You gotta do the lean in.
5: Pause.
4: Pause. 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 Go ahead, Uncle Rico. Pause.
3: <laughs> man. Hey, hey, man! You can find me on on Facebook at Chris K. James Senior, on Twitter at Coach on X or whatever you want to call it, Coach Chris James, and on Instagram at CK. <laughs> C.K.J. Senior, Bam. 32. What's up, <laughs> babe? That's right. Bam. <laughs> Bam. But <laughs> d- 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 my, my only fan's name for the night is, is wide receiver, uh inspired, catch the balls, 32. Pause, pause, <laughs> pause, pause, pause.
5: Catch the ball. Yep. Don't you just love it when the OnlyFans names have meaning? It's just it—it's right. coming okay. to be. Stephen, right. talk to us, just man.
7: Well, I think if I, <laughs> when I'm not when I'm not trying to when I'm not trying to keep Nick Saban in check, you can find you can find me on the, on Twitter at Coach and M. Smith on Twitter for the first time. We'll be releasing the OnlyFans. This has been brought to you by boats. You can find me at Scuba Steve 69.
1: <laughs> he, oh,
7: he, he is
4: official like
1: the Wilson. Hey, <laughs> he threw us with a curveball with the 69, bro. You. <laughs> Woo, I got to pulled the Nick Saban. Oh, he pulled the Nick girl. Saban. He said it's the depth <laughs> chart. You just ain't gonna get it. <laughs>
5: Micah oh, with the bro. 199 says Bama less Definitely than penalties uh Saturday Buy or sell. You well, know, I I, I could nice. see more because it's first game. Yes. Um, but that'll be an area of emphasis, yes. Micah. I'm gonna less. Love it.
1: I'm going well, so I, I think they're gonna be it's gonna be by five. I see some physicality penalties happening. You guys have, pen, have pent up those. anger. Well, I can listen. see those
5: listen we we saved this last one for you know last for a reason because speaking of someone with some physicality penalties and pent-up anger matt do we we, we need to talk to the people about what your only fans content is yeah. looking like you've own- got that pent-up <laughs> aggression over there let's go yeah,
2: pent-up aggression uh my only fans promo code is release intention this week so. <laughs> Release the sink.
3: Release a <laughs> oh reroute.
2: Promo code: <laughs> Smash
5: Mouth.
3: <bud>. get open.
5: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. Up the gut. <laughs> Justin, whoa, 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 whoa. Justin, All right. Justin, you under center. This off.
4: Move the balls.
5: <laughs> Good luck, Justin. Here's the ball. On the sticks, you gotta follow no. all that. splitting
6: the uprights. You can, you can definitely find me, my only fans invading the neutral zone. Oh, oh! okay, okay. Acro- <laughs> <laughs> Promo code Velvet Thumber. Thunder.
5: Oh. oh, that's better than Velvet Thumber. That that doesn't sound right for an OnlyFans promo code. Velvet Thumber. That's, that's, <laughs> that's some degeneracy. I'm
6: sorry. Some of these other the other names just kind of threw me for a loop. And it was just hard to bounce back. I mean, there are some so legendary names being thrown out tonight. We're Peak definitely gonna grant some awards.
1: <laughs> we had a brothel, pick six. Pick six. Like Chris Tucker on Rush Hour. Let me get that one. Oh, yeah, and that one. Oh, (laughs) yeah, you
4: too. You
6: too. That one too. Oh, her. Oh, my God. Yeah, folks, we want to remind you, keep this channel blown up all season. We're going to release the best and greatest content related to Alabama and only fans. I want to remind everybody, tomorrow night we do have a new show on this channel. It's called The Crimson Dynasty, hosted by She Payne, the first female-led Alabama-related podcast Show up tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Show some support. She had 3.5 thousand viewers last week and her first show. Absolutely killed it. And Stephen Smith is pulling triple duty this week. He's going to be her guest tomorrow night. So definitely check out what they have going on. And I (laughs) everybody who's going to be in town for the first game. The Bama Standard, the flagship show will be live at the Bryant Museum at 7 p.m. Show up and show out. This pack the place out. We're going to be there all weekend doing our thing. But hey, if you want to be a top fan, we bring that back next week because we got to know from the fans what you felt about opening game. Email us Bama standard at gmail.com. Follow us on all social media at the Bama Standard. We're on TikTok at the underscore Bama standard. But thanks to everybody in the chat for being the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Until next week, guys, roll tide.
4: I got one question. Roll okay.
6: tide. Yeah. Do
4: y'all
6: want some? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: on that note I
5: don't do no nuts I don't do no oh, nuts so I'm good oh, <laughs> I'm uh, and and Mag the words James, of, F-Z. and F-Z. the
6: words of the Q dogs we out
5: we can have
0: <laughs> Wilson you sent the game winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it?